0: Okay. It's Wood model for toys? It's not three, buddy. Alright,
1: man. We're back. We're back. WM4T.TV is Mr. WM4T. Miss WM4T, the one
2: and only.
1: Mrs. That is. Who do we have here? Who do we have here? My name is Carl Perkins. Carl. That's it? Uh, I am... Should I say your name? Nah, my name, we already know I'm Mr. Wm14. But <laughs> call, oh, Car right, man, talk. All right. Where you from? Talk him on, man.
2: How old? Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh born and raised out of San Francisco. Mm. Um, age uh,
1: fifty-six. Fifty
2: six. Stop playing.
1: Fifty-six, thank you. This what? is
2: an example of black dome crack, y'all. Thank
1: you. Yeah, so as you can tell, he's 62. We uh <laughs> We're back, so San Francisco. Talk about it. What was it like 57 years ago? Oh, 56
3: uh, 56. Where the energy, on. Huh?
1: You got energy? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> we'll be modest. You're on camera now. We're going viral. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. The uh, city. 50 years it should go.
3: This, you know, San Francisco's a great place to visit. I wouldn't want to live there anymore, not that I can't afford to. A uh, lot of painful uh, moments in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say that. It's a beautiful place to visit. Mm-hmm. Growing up, what was it like for you? Uh, painful. Yeah. Uh, nothing but uh, harsh lessons.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, I come from a household that was... Uh, we had one disciplinarian uh, that I deemed to be the devil even to this day. Mm. Uh, it's funny, you know, I, I think about the contrast between the two parents and how parenting is today. If only I think, not even if I had a different father, but if the father I had would have at least set me down and and educated me on some things, on my shortcomings, as opposed to being uh, uh, violent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how has that helped or hurt you I, I, in your personal life? Well, I mean, you, you. I think when you experience as a youngster your first big hurt, you remain there even when you grow. Mm. That that's where you are mentally, and you you kind of you shoulder uh, that pain of those painful moments. Uh, some of us die with that. We don't never grow out of that. Six year, that six year on Earth, that painful moment. We don't grow out of that, right? And and, and, and we're angry, we're bitter, we're mad, we're resentful, uh, we're hurtful, we're vindictive. We wanna, uh, we wanna hurt others to make us feel good. There's a saying, "Hurt people, hurt people." And I was one of those people that hurt people just to feel
1: better about me. When did you realize that you were doing that? At what age? 39. 39. Oh, you
2: knew that number.
1: 39. 39. uh,
3: Because that's when I went to recovery Mm -hmm. and started to identify with who I was and who I wanted to be. Okay. My identity was, I say that because my identity was taken from me at a very 10-day age by my father. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He forced me to be somewhat like him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, 39 is when I started revelation started to kick in, and I really started to see for the first time. I could really look in the mirror and see what mirrors me back, not just my my just not
1: just the, the container, but inside internal. Mm-hmm. We mentioned filter uh, earlier <laughs> <laughs> on camera. Uh, what filter do you believe was placed in front of you for those? What, if we say six, uh, 20, 30... 38 years? 38 years, no. Years, six. What are you saying? Uh, oh, so 33 years 30, of... From the time six, that first kind of What did that filter look like in to you? What did you see in, through your eyes? Um, it's, a, it's a good question.
3: Um, And, and I want to answer it right, because I'm... I'm filter
1: meaning...
2: But maybe, well, what, like, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe your in v- your
1: vision mm-hmm. if you were to explain these things there through your eyes so from 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 that age to 30 uh wow
3: uh, just you know I, I've existed you know uh, for a lot of years and through my eyes and through that dark existence uh, there was nothing but despair for me
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, there was a lot of times uh, where I felt that I wanted to or I felt that I was really at the edge of mm-hmm. life
0: mm-hmm.
3: and I, I couldn't I couldn't jump
0: mm-hmm.
3: I you, wanted to yeah because death had to be better than my existence so it, it was no, uh, again, uh, despair, hopelessness. That's that's what it was for me. There was no one that I could latch onto as a form of hope through positivism. Because everything, the cesspool and the society dropouts uh, that I hung around with, okay. that was
1: it. We, we were society dropouts. Thinking back now, what made you gravitate towards those people obviously what you successful
2: yeah uh, uh, because
1: and i don't know what you've seen but to see other things outside of these people as far as the feelings you felt towards them like you could see violence from this person and this person was there any positive just on looking a fluke back, quick back. glimpse this one guy who lived next to us was a doctor or whatever or you this know one girl nothing about-
3: you know, and even if that had been the case, uh, you know, I was in the valley. You know, life is valleys and peaks, man. And I was set in the valley, man, to a point where I felt like I was slithering, like a snake on my. I was on my front side, man, in the valley. And so, had it had it been a doctor or a lawyer, I wouldn't have saw. I wouldn't have seen that. Mm. Be, you know, everything that I saw again was of me. Right. You know, because that was. The that was my comfort zone, if you will. That was uh, the other people like me was my balance, man. That kept me centered in the negative. Mm. You know, that was mm-hmm. my comfort level.
0: Mm-hmm. You
3: know, so uh, had there been someone on a contrast, we wouldn't have got along because that person of those people weren't where I was. Mm. It's, it's, and you know what I mean? And it's like it, at a point in time where. You, you're, you're engaged in negativism, negative thinking for so long, that's, that's, who, you be, that's who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And until you are willing to change that way of thinking, because that's where it starts and ends, then that's who you are. That's, and a lot of us, we die that way. Mm-hmm. We die filled with negativism. Filled with a lot of hurt and pain and so on and so forth.
2: So, some people say cats have nine lives. Um, Based on the different negative stuff you went through, how many lives would you say you've had in this lifetime?
3: Ah, you know, I I had a multitude of of, of, of chances, I guess, is what you're talking about. Uh, Did I have a multitude of chances? Well, yeah because yeah and i'm gonna say this uh, you know i've I've been to prison Mm
0: -hmm. and i
3: think those were my chances Mm -hmm. unfortunately uh there was no uh rehabilitation because that's what it was supposed to be about Mm -hmm. and so all i did was think of how i could be smarter Mm
0: -hmm. doing
3: what i (laughs) did to get there so i won't come back again and 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 where I could beat the recidivism rate. The recidivism <laughs> rate is mm-hmm. in and out. The in mm-hmm. and out ratio of convicts and, and prisoners. The, the the in and out ratio. Do so you think,
2: I, oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Do Do you, do you think um being in prison, because um, sometimes you hear people who say, oh, I found God or I want to do these things when I get out. Do you think there's a lot of that in there? And then once you get out, what 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 is hard about that? Because when you're in there, it's like there there are other convicts around, and there are people that say, "I found God. I want to do better." What it what makes it that difference when you're out, where you still, where maybe you don't want those things, or it's hard.
3: I I, I think it's hard if you tell yourself that mm-hmm. because if it's something that you want to do, you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are afraid to be who we are. A lot of us, as human beings, we're afraid to be honest with ourselves, so we camouflage. We camouflage the container. We, 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 we say what is popular, and especially in those cesspools like prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in, in my experience, is those very people, uh, all they're trying to do is to get out sooner. Good behavior. He's changed. It's smoke screen is what it is. Because as soon as they get back out there, they're right. There might be a month or two, maybe longer, but they're right back doing what they did to get to go to prison because
1: there was no change here mm-hmm. w- with the, the past that you've had uh, with the violence and all that being in prison. One would think you would be in your sanctuary being there. Did you realize, you know what? This isn't me. I don't. I don't really like this pain. Yeah.
3: Oh, absolutely. And it was sanctuary. You know, it's funny. No matter where I went, man, it was like uh, homecoming. It's like I knew everybody. No matter what prison, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's family. Mm-hmm. And 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 I didn't I didn't really have a family mm-hmm. out here, mm-hmm. you know. But there, it's like I was embraced.
0: Mm-hmm. You
3: know. Uh, but. Uh, uh, what, what was the second part of that question No. Sanctuary. do you I
1: mean did you realize while being in there this isn't you <laughs> no not no, not while I was in there right. I think when
3: my last transition to society uh you know I was on some drive, I was on drugs for twenty six years from thirteen to thirty nine and in San Jose. Uh, I I remember seeing me for the first time through my own eyes, just looking at someone else. I saw me, and I knew right then and there that I didn't want to get high anymore. And to me, that was God. And the only thing that kept me in the the cage was my actions, this negative thinking based on this, you know, using drugs, smoking coke, or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I got tired of that. I went, you know, so that's what changed for me. You know, God turned the light on. And when I saw me, I'm like, what am I doing here? Man, this is not me. I'm not getting high no more. I quit. I walked away. And it's been
1: 17 years today. Woo! Free of drugs and alcohol. Could, could you explain <laughs> that environment that you were in at that moment? What you were looking at? What
3: when? That facial expression. That, that
1: one, I think,
3: the that one moment that was... Uh, a life-changing moment for me. I think, first off, I, I was in San Jose and these homeless people, I don't know these people, I'm just trying to find a place to get high. So they took me, you know, we hit alleys and so they had these planks of two by fours they was removing from somebody's house and we stepped in, you know, and we're under their house. You, you know what Somebody I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, we're under, not on the, but we crawl through and you put the planks back. And so we in, and so I said, like, God dang. You know, now I ain't tripping. You know, well, you know, it's not cold, man. i get hot, <laughs> <laughs> right? But I started to look, they were so comfortable. They had, it was candle lit. They had, uh, they had, uh, sleeping bags. Uh, they were partners, men and one day, couples. And stuff like this. This is where they existed. This their life. Right? I can deal with, you know, with, with this part, this aspect of it. But finally, you know, I took a couple of hits, man. And I had a drink, man. And, and I just looked. I kept looking around. said, nigga, hey, these niggas don't know Oh, excuse my lamp. These fine, people right. don't know you. They can kill you up in here. So thoughts like that started to come. And then all of a sudden, it was just light. It was a light. And what I what I saw um, uh, with my own eyes, it was very uh, almost monstrous. The way these people looked mm-hmm. looked like I can't even describe. They just, they just look bad. They just look bad. And when I saw that, and I realized, accepted where I was, and I knew I didn't well. I, I didn't need to be where I was. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be here. Yeah,
2: like, I don't belong here anymore. Like
3: the light came on. I told him, I said, hey, man, y'all can add this to S-H-I-T. I quit. And I, you know, I kicked them planks out. And, you know, and, and it's been history ever since. Went to a program. It's been good.
1: Who did you think you were before walking into that... Into that house, did you feel like, and it's just a little. Bit.
3: And I thought it was my it was my normal. I thought it was my normal. I've been I've been in places like that, but never under somebody's house. So I've smoked by candlelight and and stuff like that, but in uh, abandoned homes and houses and stuff like that, but apartments. Uh, but it, it, I thought that I w- I was one of them. You, you know what I mean. Right. Even though I didn't sleep there. But we were all one of the same.
2: Your paths met at that yeah, point.
3: Did, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah we we're all of the same people. Mm-hmm. We dolphins. Mm-hmm. Dolphins embrace other dolphins. Look, man, this is where I'm at. Come on, man, you boy, i welcome, man. You know, let's.
2: Did you minimize the habit? Uh, while you were in it because of maybe your status or having money or still working or whatever the case did you minimize it during that time for yourself subconsciously? I
3: I knew I was full blown but the thing about it I think what kept me going as long as I did Mm -hmm. I could could admit you know uh, they say the first step is to admit well I've admitted for 26 years Mm -hmm. but if you Called me a dolphin or a drunk because there was no acceptance. Mm. There was a problem. Got it. So, but once I've accepted, especially right underneath them, I'm underneath this house, and, and 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 I've accepted at that very moment. Especially when I saw me for the first time, I said, "This is not me. This is that I got to do something different." And and prisons wasn't working, you know. So and and I walked away again. Program and, and it works for me, you know.
2: Now the program you went to, have you ever went back and
3: visited? Absolutely, made, absolutely. Helped? Not helped. Talk uh, to anybody? But uh, oh, I I I've been I've been back as a guest speaker. Oh, you know, good. As, a, as an alumni mm-hmm. and as a guest speaker and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and it's funny, like one of the I, I think one of the greatest human well, I'm not gonna say that the greatest human being was my grandfather, but one of the a greatest. really good person, a counselor I met there was Freddie Morrell. Morales, and when I went back for the first time after some years, she was—he was dead, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and Fred had like 19 years when I got there. Wow. And uh, he died of health complications.
2: Wow. Stuff
3: like that. So uh, so it was a whole new cast of mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Uh, counselors and stuff like that. So they didn't mm-hmm. know who I was. So.
2: Yeah, it's a little different. It was
3: it was different. It was a little foreign. Mm-hmm. but
2: that's cool so you've met you have you've spoke have you mentored anybody like', been, I, like I, even a little bit like mentored anyone oh i i i've
3: been a mentor uh mm-hmm. i've been a big brother okay and i've been a sponsor i've been i okay. I've worked in the field of, of, of recovery okay yeah so i have done that i've i've been in and out of jails mm-hmm. uh to share my experience strength and hope uh with those that's uh, incarcerated i have done that so you
2: think that's important i i, I think for
3: yourself or for about, It's just, it is important for me because it's my way of paying forward. hmm Uh, now, unfortunately, you know, yeah. <laughs> did I reach anyone? Probably not. You know, uh, they just wanted to get out their cell. Or they just wanted to get out their pod. So they'll go to church just to get out of
1: out their cell or their pod and just get back. But,
0: mm-hmm. no, I
1: don't think I'll reach anyone a lot of times when people get older, they say, man, when I was younger, I, was, I had way more fun. I was able to enjoy life a lot more. Being in that dark cloud for those years, could you say you've had more fun today with who you are now, or did you enjoy yourself more during those times? I'm going to be honest.
3: I had a lot more fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is that, though?
3: man it was it was it was just fun man i i think the uh everything that i did illegally and just all the the girls and you know and and just being on the block just thinking i was someone i wasn't Mm -hmm. and everything that the block entailed that particular life not being a dolphin. But but mm-hmm. calling myself a pimp because I might have had this female and that and getting that kind of money or whatever a team of boosters whatever it was but still using dope but, but still able to navigate here where I could go ahead and keep that habit but not only just it it was just uh you know driving the fast lane you know with my legs you know hands just just little stuff just the the multitude of. Uh, of women and seeing the things that they would do for this, that, and other, even for men. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was fun. Partying, uh, the the brawls that would break out because of us, uh, getting kicked out, not allowed. It, <laughs> was, it was. It was. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that I didn't like was the fact that I was
1: using drugs. Do you think the way you were living then? was based on the level of responsibility you had in your life at the time? I didn't have any responsibility. Right.
2: So since, you're so since you you,
1: since you had no responsibility, you could live that type of life. Oh, no, absolutely. Right. And I wasn't even
3: living, man. All I did was exist and survive, man. Mm-hmm. It was survival, man, for me. Uh, what I realized, man, and point blank is this. I did a lot of courageous things out there, but what 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 God taught me through recovery is that I was just a scared person. I was a scared person. I wasn't afraid to die because of one reason. I was afraid to to live, man. Mm. I was afraid
1: to live, man. Did being on the block give you a, a false a falsehood of living? Because you are getting. These compliments you are getting the praise did that kind of it, it was remind you It was real to me mm. it was real
3: that's why that's why I kept hugging them blocks. Mm. that's where I was somebody mm-hmm. you know and once I remove myself and go elsewhere around family, it's like well you know, well it's man, right but once I'm somewhere else, it's like you're dumb i alive I'm, I'm you know I'm accepted. You know, and I have this stature out there where I was respected in a lot of ways.
2: Do you ever run into some of those old friends and maybe they don't think you've changed or maybe they don't see the change? Oh, they
3: see the change. Oh, they do? I don't have to utter a word. Is it it's, respected? Oh, absolutely. 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 Uh, they, it, Yeah, it's definitely respected.
2: Has, has, like, is it bothersome at all to you if you've experienced this people that don't see your change since it sounds like you know you you made a big change. Is that something that bothers I people that I you
3: people don't see care. it? Look here, I don't care if the people I used to get high with I don't care if they, we never see one another. Mm-hmm. That I don't I don't need validation no more, man. especially from anyone.
2: Mm-hmm. If they
3: never see the change, so be it. It was meant to be.
2: Do you think that's freeing?
3: Huh? It's
2: somewhat freeing to not need validation oh, from anyone Oh
3: absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because that's what it that's what it was all about. Mm hmm You know, validation is a sense of, uh, of love. You Mm -hmm. know, for me, Mm -hmm. uh, I was out there, so, uh, but, yeah, knowing today, well, and it sounds funny to say this, because I had, you know, I, I was more, I was handsome back in my more youthful days, so I can have my, my pick of the litter, so to speak. And, uh, but, uh, but my self-esteem was low
0: you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm.
3: my self-esteem was low but you might not know that because i have maybe two females on each arm or something and i'm looking a second my hair you know waved up when i'm looking not, or whatever it is. <laughs> but but yeah but my self-esteem was very low
0: mm-hmm.
3: and
1: so and i needed that to feed me were you able? were you able at all to compare your stature in the streets to everyday life? Like, do you know who I am? I'm Carl, man. I, over here, you're supposed to give me... In any part. In any part of your uh, life. I, you know, uh... Because they, they say the streets are a myth. As far as the rules and regulations and being down and... I, I think... I think
3: it... Things have changed uh, because uh, of the people. And... When I came up, there was a code, you know, uh, there was rules and regulations and people were dying behind that when they were broken, you know. Now, uh,
1: today, uh, snitching is actually permitted. What is snitching for those who do not know? Like, what is a snitch? Okay, well, let, let me just say this. You know, telling on someone is permitted,
3: so I won't even use that word. Telling on someone is permitted. In on the streets, streets in prison.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Even in prison. And they still walk the line. Whereas back when I was going to prison, if you were known as a, I'll use the word now, snitch, because mm-hmm. you were in prison, they get you up off the line by sticking you to death. But what is a snitch? Uh, yeah. I define... I, I think... Because you could do the right thing. You know, you could, you know, it's like, because we be faced with a dilemma. Like, you know, you could see your cousin murdered and you know who the murderer is. Well, what do I do? Right. Do I go murder the murderer or do I just tell the police? So I I think snitch is just something that's made up, Mm. you know, uh, that will, that's in the worst case scenario, nigga, snitch, blah, blah, blah. And so we don't. So it's magnified to uh, this level where it's not permitted for you to, if you out there in the streets. So say
1: I, <coughs> let's say me and you do a crime. With well, a million dollars, million dollars up, you're about to go to jail for hundred years, for mm-hmm. whatever we did to get the money. Do you let me just live out and do my thing or do you say? Nah, I I'll let you live out and do your thing and my hope is that you you keep my books cool and you'll look
3: out for me while I'm in prison. I would never tell.
2: So, someone that you knew did something to someone we that you, ca- you care about. That That's... that's.
3: I, I, this is where I'm at. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I'm not killer. Telling a kill-
2: is telling.
0: I'm book. not
3: a killer. Now, if mm-hmm. somebody does something, I think, well, I know, to my girls. Mm-hmm. Daughters, yeah. Yeah, my daughters. Okay. I will kill on that premise. I will. Now, if... Something if somebody does, if I see somebody uh, say, I'm gonna just say murder one of my family members. If I see that, more than likely because I'm not gonna go uh, and hunt him down and kill him, I'm definitely gonna turn him in. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: And I don't care what uh, these individuals think of me because I I, it's it's like see this is the problem with blacks today. They want to rally around when a, polar, a white police officer kills a black man, an innocent black man, and I get that. But it's the same people that know Pookie and them in their neighborhoods is killing their own people, and they don't do nothing about that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So the con- you, you you I say you mean? want
2: the energies to match, basically. Like if we have energy for the if, officer, if we need you, to have the energy for Pookie. In
3: there. If, if, you, if, if you're rallying around an unjust situation, right mm-hmm. here's a murder the police been identified Well, let's put them in jail this that and other but pookie and them you know you're sitting you drink they smoking blunts with them and shit like that and they're terrorizing your neighborhood they're killing people but you don't do nothing about them
0: mm-hmm.
3: so why would you rally around somebody who's just been murdered by a police officer uh, you can see the contrast there. You see what I mean, I'm saying?
2: I've heard that. I've heard that definitely.
3: Um, it, it's, yeah. you, if you don't take... oh, I'm saying they get murdered for no reason.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
3: say innocent drive-bys and, and they know who it is. But they don't say nothing to put them in jail.
1: Do you think... Do you think it's more like, all right, well, the police aren't going to come and try to kill me, so I don't mind telling on the police, but... Pookie may be right around the corner. Yeah,
3: I, it, I think that there are ways uh, that you can anonymously uh, let them know where Pookie is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to be seen. Mm-hmm. Technology, you know, is all over the place. But uh, you know, it, it, you, you know, I hope I never have to be faced uh, with that type of dilemma to occupy my mind. Right. Because I think, well, I know if I see somebody and I know this person that murdered, say my daughter, well, I'm going to try to kill them. Right. Just say a family member. I I, I would.
1: I would definitely go to the authorities. Okay. And not to, well, stay on topic, daughter's age. You're 57, yeah? 56. 56. Daughter's how old? Ten and twelve. Ten and twelve. What is that like for you in two thousand nineteen? I'm Loving it. It's it's a
3: second chance to uh, go to school all over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, <laughs> <it's>, it, uh, <laughs> and, and, and try to get it right. Get, right. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, but it's it's humbling. It's uh uh it's gratifying. It's uh it's rewarding. You know uh my daughters teach me new things every day, and it's refreshing uh that I have that uh that vision to be receptive to it no matter how minute it is the lesson right uh you know God is good i you know I used to always say if I had a chance to do it all over again
1: that I would and I am you know through my daughters. Mm -hmm. Do you get a chance to get any of your childhood experiences vicariously through them? Through them? Uh, I used to. Mm -hmm. Because you know
3: my heart now, so I can't really. Mm -hmm. uh, But we can uh, can do some traveling and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Some stuff that I've never done, that we've done. Mm -hmm. So vicariously, I've done that, Mm -hmm. you know.
2: Do you think, like, school activities, father-daughter dances, stuff like that, do
3: you think those are love that. I Love that. I love that. I'm yeah. going to a couple of them, actually. Yeah? Daughter dances. I, I love that. Why? Uh, because it's something that uh, my father never done with his daughters, my mm-hmm. sisters. hmm So, you know, it, this is where I'm at. Like, everything that he or they taught me, I don't teach. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. and everything they didn't teach I tried to teach
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know and my girls are deserving of, of, of that you know I'm trying to like if if I was to die today it's not the tangibles that I leave them it's what I leave in them
1: mm-hmm. it's what I want them to live by
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it's what I want them to live by and torch and remember daddy by how important is a father figure do you think to huge, girls? Man, huge. Huge. In what ways? Uh in every way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are
1: like some like,
3: key, like, huh?
2: like maybe one or two key examples of why? I it's I, important?
3: I think well because well if you first off, if there is a two parent uh household
2: Living together.
3: Living together. Okay. Okay the girls can see how their dad is treating their mom mm-hmm. then they know when they grow how to be res- treated and respected based on dad mm-hmm. on that note mm-hmm. um, and the experience of being young and getting in girls you know, panties and stuff like mm-hmm. that at a tender age uh, I can educate them on that and let them try to so and, and let them know just give them uh share with them my experience as a young boy uh to a young man to a man and just mm-hmm. give it to them mm-hmm. do you do you filter that or do you give it to them I'll straight? It to them raw mm. I, I don't I'll filter nothing we listen to no music every now and then we'll have some music they know about the credit, things They know about prostitution. We've been there. I took them. They seen it. They know. I oh, took been, them. What does that mean? Meaning, mean, I, I, they were in my car. I got. We were all in the car. I turned it on. Boom. Let's go. So I showed them hands-on what prostitution is. I showed them hands-on what drug dealers hand-to-hand them drug out. dealers. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about hands-on experience, not literally them, right. but by visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: How do they react to that?
3: They just, Ain't you know, they're young and they're like, "Wow, okay." Of course, they still don't. They might not have gotten what I was trying to show. Mm-hmm. But in time, at least they have some. The, pl- the the seed has been planted. And Of course, I always nurture it
1: because I always talk about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Parent parenting this way. What are you hoping to get out of this parenting this way? That they that they grow to be
3: better than me. Mm. man, that they grow to be nothing like me, man, better, you know, and especially the, the mother and, and, and their side. Mm-hmm. That's just my hope.
2: I think all parents want their kids you, you, to be you, better for I sure. I want them to
3: be better than me. I, I want them to be uh, productive members of society, you know, productive members of society. I just want them to live life right? You know, I asked him just today, when you do the first right thing, what comes next? And and both of them said, the next right thing. And I said, what happens after that? The next right thing, Dad. We just keep doing the next right thing.
1: Right. If if you had someone to show you those things and not have you come up with your own interpretation of what you're saying, but to give it to you raw, just as you did for your kids, how helpful do you think that would have been for you? The child you did, The child it wouldn't help because my father was a dolphin.
3: Mm. Mm. So whether or not he took me and showed me with That's him, he didn't have to leave. We didn't have to leave the house to get the car. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, yeah. and, and here's the deal: it wasn't like I made a decision to get down because he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was. Shit, he forcefed me. Right. So you know, I like I said, my identity was was robbed at a very tender age. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, he forced fed cocaine, drinks, all the stuff till, you know, now I'm of age to know better, but guess what? I'm a dope fiend now. hmm
0: mm-hmm.
3: Right? And I didn't know how to change it. You know, it it was my normal and, mm-hmm. and it kept me away from grim realities. Mm-hmm. Uh situations that I, I was uh living under, mm-hmm. uh that I knew wasn't normal, wasn't right. But um uh, you know the illusion uh, kept me away from the reality.
0: Mhm. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, so as we uh, time is definitely man, forty-five wow. minutes. We is not have no so much more to ask do. questions, but yeah. uh, if there was anything that you could tell your old self, what would you say? Thirteen. You're talking to any, you any of your old selves, yeah. like just at what point do you think? This information that you're about to say would have maybe. That's a tough one.
3: (laughs) What would I tell my old self? Um, That's a good question. We got time.
2: It's the interview. I don't know.
3: Uh, You know what? I, I don't know right now that I could even answer that one. Because you did mention your old
2: self wouldn't have probably to you know, I'm saying listen to certain things. So, is there any advice? Just anything?
3: Um, you know that's a good question. And 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 right now, you to be perfectly honest, I I'm unable. Not that I'm unwilling. Mm-hmm. I'm unable to answer that one.
1: I'm good. Yeah, I, I like that. That's truthful. Okay. okay. So uh, as we close, is there any? positive information you want to give out there, any motivation, anything to inspire? Yeah, to I, think, s- I think I just, I think I just done that. No. Oh, okay.
3: okay.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs>
3: if we were to only see 30 seconds. Uh, uh, no, uh, I, I, I think, y- you know, the, the one thing that I read is, in, in, is City College on their uh, building, and I was in my disease. And it read, it read and still reads, to thine own, well, no, the truth shall set you free.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I used to get so angry, I would throw, you know, my alcohol bottle at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, so I'll say in saying, uh, uh, the truth shall sh- set you free. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, to thine own self be true. Mm-hmm. To your own self. If you are true with you and who you are, Mm -hmm. you are that comfortable in your skin Mm -hmm. to be honest with who and what you are, Mm -hmm. you're well on your way. You don't have to camouflage nothing
0: Mm -hmm.
3: because this is you're transparent. This is who I am. Accept me or not. It doesn't Mm -hmm. bother me. Mm -hmm. You know, work on that self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You need no one for that. No
2: one, no nothing. No, I think
3: that's why it's labeled self esteem.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we appreciate you coming to sit with us. It was, it was great.
1: Thank you for stopping by. Uh, sure. I know you don't have any social media <laughs> or anything like that, uh, but they definitely can check you out. Carl Perkins on uh, Facebook. <laughs> we'll have the link in the description. Uh, We're we'll sure have to have a part two. Okay. Until next time,
0: WM4T.TV. Yeah. Right, out. Cool. Thank- oh. Okay. okay. It's Wood Model for Toys. It's not three, buddy. Not three. <laughs>